are live. Eric Butler, we are live. This is real. Welcome back to Unauthorized Opinions, uopod.com. Like, share, subscribe. It's pure propaganda and it's super cringe, by the way. An unopened can of orange soda just chilling <laughs> in the parking lot. I was like, yeah, I got to vote for Trump, dude. It, it's great here. A lot of fat chicks and a lot of screaming. <laughs> Your podcast f- sucks. It's mental, mate. It's mental. It is mental. Eric Butler, Port and Opine. Everything else. Cemento. How are you, Eric? How are oh, you? you know, enjoying my enjoying my Pride Month. Excuse me. It's very good. Mm-hmm. It is June the fourth. We are live, coming to you hot in the zone, off the tracks of YouTube changing its rules around election denial and false claims and misinformation. We'll get to that. Um, we've got women's USA women's soccer getting crushed by a group of older men. We've got uh, Vivek Ramaswamy cringing out. Um, what else do we have? James Comey supporting Bill. Uh, I was going to say Bill Biden, Joe Biden. Got lots of stuff to get to. If you haven't subscribed, please do so already on all the platforms. If you're watching on Getter, which I know some of you are, they've been lowering and lowering our reach. Unless somehow our reach went from 2000 an episode to 11 on its own. I don't see how that would work um, without some... Uh, <laughs> foul play but so if you're watching on getter please subscribe on our youtube channel you can go over there directly by going to unauthorizedopinions.com or uopod.com and of course if you're listening on all the other platforms give us a rating give us a share and subscribe to our patreon which is patreon.com slash uopod super chats will be read through our um platform here but you can submit them through youtube.com slash andrew says if you'd like to submit a super chat we will read it on air in full we're of course happy to read some of the comments but if you have a question or a longer comment we'll read that as a super chat youtube has finally changed eric it's finally allowing misinformation which makes no sense of course um why would you all of a sudden allow lies if you believe them to be lies i guess I, I mean, if this were real, Eric, that would mean that the lies no longer can hurt if you're talking about the 2020 election. But we all know why they actually did it. They didn't want people to get um, the information that they didn't want them to get at the time. So you couldn't question the validity of the voting process. You couldn't vi- question the votes themselves. You couldn't say um, what the Democrats actually said in the 2016 election. They wanted to recount. You couldn't say what Stacey Abrams has said twice now. Couldn't say a lot of stuff. I'm not sure if you're allowed to say it yet, but they did announce that they're uh, addressing the policy here, and we can go right to the YouTube. Well, this vlog though itself. Also, though, how do they? Uh, you, I think we can be certain that they're going to manipulate the language because it's it's only a certain way you say it, right? Like if Hillary Clinton go, can go out there for years now and continue to say, "Oh, this president is illegitimate," that doesn't really constitute a fault. Like. It, you know, they, they're very good at manipulating the language. So we don't know where the line was actually being drawn, right? Like they, they, they just, for their, from their point of view, they just, from, from their, you know, ivory tower, they say, well, you can now, you can now lie. Like what? So they're now giving you permission. This is very similar to what we saw with Rona as well. Like, oh, oh, you can go outside without your mask now. Like, what are you talking about, bro? Like you guys are, Completely despicable, but I, I, I'm getting beside the point. Also, what's what's going on with Gitter, dude? Maybe we can tie that in later. I don't know how how that happened. Um, That's news to me, but but we can look at. I that. don't know. We had 
we were averaging between one to two thousand viewers per episode on Getter. Then it started going a couple months ago, started going down to you know averaging one to three hundred people a podcast on Getter. And then last week it was eleven. Okay, not that Getters pay, pays us in any way. Uh, we don't make any money off of this except for the odd you know YouTube thing, and then super chats, of course. And Spotify, we don't get anything from the ads on there, even though we're partnered with Spotify. I don't understand. But the point is, Getter, it's weird. I don't know if we were being pushed up earlier, and now they're not. Um, I have some ideas that I can't share on here as to what's happened there. But I guess uh, I guess they're not listening. We used to be the number one podcast on Getter, okay? But uh, yeah. now we're not. So YouTube says... We first instituted a provision in our elections misinformation policy focused on the integrity of the past U.S. election in December 2020 once the state's safe harbor date for certification had passed. Two years, ten thousands, tens of thousands of video removals, and one election cycle later, we recognized it was time to reevaluate the effects of this policy in today's changed landscape. In the current environment, we find that while removing this content does curb some misinformation, it could also have the unintended effect of curtailing political speech without meaning, meaningfully reducing the risk of violence and real-world harm. So, obviously, that's complete nonsense, Eric. You mean it took you three and a half years, let's say, at least, to realize that removing people for questioning an election is harmful? What did they say? an unintended effect of curtailing political speech without meaningly meanfully reducing the risk of violence. Um, yeah, no shit. <laughs> I mean, like, and, and all of a sudden we just, you know, we've just decided we've brought in much smarter people, people three years later. And all of a sudden we just realized this. I'll read a bit more than Eric will, will uh, ask you what you think with that in mind. And that with 2024 campaigns well underway, we will stop removing content that event, Advances false claims that widespread fraud, errors, or glitched, glitches occurred in the 2020 and other past U.S. presidential elections. This goes into effect today. Okay, so we are in the safe zone now as of Friday, June 2nd. As with any update to our policies, we carefully deliberate, deliberated this change. Before we get to the rest, Eric, um, would I be correct in your opinion in assuming that they think that it's no longer, like no, nothing's going to happen now with the 2020 election? So it's fine. You can say whatever you want about that, but you damn better not say anything about the 2024 election. No. Well, first of all, this is so eerily similar to the Rona propaganda, right? They come out and say, oh, well, there was articles. You remember there was an article that said some uh, health officials should admit that we were wrong. None of they were not wrong about any of this. They're not saying like, oh, we're looking back and we're going to fix it. No, that was all by design very clearly. And now I guess they want you to give you the illusion of free speech, maybe because there's some competition in the market. I don't know. Maybe Rumble's doing well. All these weirdo, or I shouldn't say weirdo, uh, but these like new young like Twitch streamers and kick streamers are coming out. So I don't know. Maybe they're realizing that they're overbearing, um, you know, their, their agenda, their narratives are starting to or have been for many years now, actually really turning people off. They can probably look at a company like, I don't know, Bud Light or Target, how they're going through all this stuff, which of course is a different issue, but they can kind of see that people are, are going to eventually start pushing back. So maybe they want to pretend that they're going to let you say whatever it is that you want. 
And this also reminds me of, there was a point in time when I never thought, or I thought that we would never see the end of these little um, notifications, these little flags. Remember when people were talking in code? Remember how Huey Media notoriously was butchering these posts that he was trying to make and putting all these little emojis so that it wouldn't get the notice about the, the, you know, the forced pharmaceutical. I still don't know, you know, what what you can say. I had a video removed for discussing the forced pharmaceutical. Um, But so I thought that day would never come, but now it seems that that's here and they didn't make an Instagram, Facebook didn't make an announcement about that. So they still have the, this post is lacking context or facts check, fact checkers say this is wrong, but you can now post a screenshot of an article uh, about say Jamie Foxx, for instance, and it's not going to tell you, um, you know, C, C-19 pharmaceuticals are safe and effective. Don't you ever question this? So maybe the time, maybe this is real. Maybe it's real and the time has finally come to where they can actually see the light. Or maybe it's just another manipulation tactic to trick people into thinking they can say whatever it is they want. And then they'll they'll make it really <laughs> vague. You have to read the fine print and they'll make it really vague. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, but we said you couldn't do it on days that end in Y or something stupid like that. You never know with these people. You can't trust them. Well, I f- think it's interesting that nobody ever made a competitor to Instagram the way Rumble has made it to YouTube and Twitter and Truth or Twitter had Truth and Getter. Um, Getter's attempted to do, you know, shorts and reels. They called it Vision first and they changed to G-Talk, which is obviously, I mean, not the best name. And um, you can't even see view counts on there. So it's odd that nobody has tried to do the equivalent to Instagram, I think. I mean, it's just, I'm sure there's one that exists that young, the, the kids are using, but I, I'm not aware of any. And well, I think Meta, Meta is not going to back down from that field at all if they don't have any competition, which is, I, I think, was your first point there that YouTube is losing market share to Rumble. I mean, there's so many people. I mean, for Dana White to bring Power Slap, as stupid and fun as it is, um, to bring that directly to Rumble and live stream there. And if they're not lying, got a million views on their last event in the first 24 hours, then that's a big slap in the face. No pun intended to YouTube. <laughs> and hey, look, maybe they YouTube says we can make enough money by doing things internationally and doing children's content and gaming content and we'll be completely fine. Now, YouTube is notoriously lost money so they probably don't exactly care about what they're doing other than you know creating this aura that they are the the place for platformers so i don't know what they're if there is an actual goal to make money there just like there wasn't in twitter but it's strange that they have so much focus on you know what you can post on there when they don't actually care about money yeah, so they, why they, do they care about pushing children stuff and gaming stuff if they're to, if they don't actually care about money? Do they put a person charge in charge of gaming and be like, go for it? And of course, he's like, I have a great job. I'm in charge of gaming at YouTube, and we're going to do the best we can. Whereas we have a person who's in charge of you know um, whatever this is called, the policy and misinformation and politics, and they're just like, well, it's not about making money for us. Our goal in this department is actually about you know, censoring things and taking off misinformation and evil things and transphobia and BIPOC phobia. Well, their whole thing is to, is to, of course, 
maintain the narrative, but control the children. So yeah, gaming can be a huge marketplace and they, yeah, they'll make a little bit of money, but money's not the bottom line. And I've said that for a really long time, actually. And it's not until more recently that you see these clips going viral of people talking about these DEI scores and how BlackRock is forcing these corporations to do things that they don't want because it's, yes, it is about money. Like they're, they're going to be fine. Money-wise, they're going to be just fine. We're talking about billion dollar corporations, but in the grand scheme, Money is secondary to controlling the narrative. And I think to your point about Instagram and not, not having a competitor or an imitator, I think that's basically because they've taken aspects of every other social media and turned it into Instagram. So they're just taking bits from, I mean, do you remember, do you remember a time when Instagram didn't have stories, right? And they had to, they had to steal that from, I get was it Snapchat, I guess. Snapchat, yeah. Um, and then they did, so they, and now, now they have the little things that are kind of like tweets Right. You can put your little thought, your little thoughts up on the thing. So that I think maybe that's why they don't have a competitor is because they've just taken bits of pieces of every single thing and tried to turn it into their own. And last thing, if YouTube were serious about this, they would bring back the dislike button. And then we would see, then we would see, then you can look at the little mermaid. Then you can look at every Joe Biden speech. Then you can look at Kamala Harris. You can look at John <laughs> Fetterman. You can look at all of it because no matter how hard they try, YouTube is still, even in 2023, no matter how hard they try, YouTube is still dominated by common sense. Look at the comments. Think, think about all the, all the outlandish nonsense that companies and that woke lefties and weirdos put on there. If you go to the comment section, if they haven't turned them off, they will undoubtedly be dozens if not hundreds of people calling them out well it's really swung on the other platforms as well and it's funny that you bring that up because people forget how this stuff actually came about people forget that youtube took away its dislike button because people were not watching joe biden's speech and they disliked it into oblivion people forget that rotten tomatoes they will forget rotten tomatoes is changing a thing for the little mermaid um people forget that netflix changed their thing because of Amy Schumer being disliked. Um, and I feel like Rotten Tomatoes did a change previously for another movie, but I can't recall that. Yeah, but Avengers or some like superhero movie? I can't something? recall. I, don't know. I, don't know. I know it was something, but these platforms, they take away your ability to, you know, discredit something because it makes the platform look bad. If somebody says, um, I put something up on this platform and everybody hated it, well, that's going to discourage them from from using that again. And of course there is the, the narrative that they want to drive with YouTube. It's, Oh, everybody actually loves Joe Biden with Netflix. It's like we paid Amy Schumer X millions of dollars and everybody hates her. Well, that's not good. <laughs> like they don't want their own stuff to look bad. And Amy Schumer is a great example. And they don't want terrible. people, they don't want people. Mm -hmm. They don't like to look good. They don't want people to know that everybody still likes Dave Chappelle. And they want you to think that, Oh, everybody, oh, he's a transphobic bigot. It's like, no, everybody still loves <laughs> Dave Chappelle. They're still screaming out. I'm rich. You know what I mean? It's like, so you get, it's all fake. So a little bit more on YouTube here. This specific aspect of our elections misinformation policy represents just one piece of a broad holistic approach, which is odd, yeah, very odd word to use there towards supporting elections on YouTube. Here's what isn't changing. Here's what I don't get, Eric, is just let them post what they want. Put an age warning on it if it's got nudity, swearing, whatever you want, the stuff that already exists. But people lying, like I don't care if under every single video, there is a disclaimer. If you're a political channel or whatever channel, it, it can apply to everything. That's the problem is this information may not be accurate. You will have to do your own research. You could do that for a gaming channel. What if IGN 
who has been paid and tons of people who've been paid to give things reviews, which of course sways their opinion. This person has been paid for this. You might not get the accurate information. It works for everything, but for politics, they think it because it has a particular real world implication that people want to speak for themselves and think for themselves that it's a problem. And why would you think it's a problem? You don't think it's a problem because you think the people are getting information that agrees with you. You think that it's a problem because people are getting in your mind, the wrong information that actually disagrees with you. And whether you think it's true or false, it's only going to happen when the people disagree with you. And this is the leftist world, and we saw it right after Trump won, where Breitbart came out with a report that was the internal meeting with YouTube where they were just crying and they were insane. And the and the guy, I forget his name, uh, I don't know if it was Arjeet Pai at the time or whoever it was, but they were just saying, oh, we're going to have to, we're making big changes to make sure this sort of stuff doesn't happen again. They all talked about it and they just hope you forget about it. They, they wrote an article about it in Time Magazine of how they took over control, right? Don't forget about that. The, the secret cabal that fortified the election. Yep, election <laughs> fortification. They, ha they hate for you to remember why they actually did this stuff and what they were saying while they were doing it. Just like um, the lockdowns, they don't want you to remember what they did. They don't want you to remember how they said that you were the problem if you didn't have the vitamin C, uh, that, that you were risking people's lives and it's time to do something about the people who ate the gummy bears or who didn't want to eat the gummy bears, excuse me. And they didn't want you to see the uptick on people. Um, Jamie Foxx people kissing the grass in soccer games for example okay see i'm better at this than youtube is wait also though hang on hang on hang on can, okay. can we just also remember that there's a point in time when you had people like uh what maybe joy reed or brian stelter when they and i think shout out i think it was media research center or or maybe uh the western journal someone somebody or is it grabian they do these great compilations of the mainstream media people that is different from YouTube. I totally understand, but it's it is sort of a, a sort of a correlation where they they strung together this four or five minute clip of them basically ridiculing people for doing their own research, like just like oh these people want to do their own research. Like how dare they not just swallow exactly what we're giving them at every single you know point in time? So I think it, it's all tied in together. But I guess I was just trying to connect that to what you were saying about how they don't want you to get the information that. I, Obviously, they're not going to give you Fredo Cuomo, the classic example, right? We all remember the Hillary emails, but it's things like that. Like these people are doing their own research and under the guise of doing their own research. It's like, yeah, dude, you guys had it. You had the monopoly. Uh, maybe I'd say the monopoly started to crumble around the advent of Twitter, whatever, 2010, 2011. And then they started to realize that they they are no longer the gatekeepers of all information because there was a point in time before YouTube, before Twitter, where basically everything came through a, re a heavily regulated news outlet, like the big three um, things in, in those days. Those days, those days are quite obviously long gone. And this is the the war that it's that has resulted in that. And then they became anti-Semitic. We are ensuring that when people come to YouTube looking for news and information about elections, they see content from authoritative sources. Again, they don't want there you to remember that authoritative sources actually means we have chosen about a dozen news outlets and they will appear first because we've decided that they're the best. That's literally what it is. Just like uh, gender affirming care, when you put it into layman's terms, hey, YouTube person, what does authoritative sources means? Well, it means that we put the most trustworthy 
and reliable news networks to the top of the list artificially so that you can trust the information that you are getting. So that means you've chosen what you believe to be places that are right and you give them special treatment. Well, no, that's what they'd be prominent. Uh, so they appear prominently in search and recommendations. And this all happened in 2019 at the end of 2019, you used to see all these clip channels and then they'd get uh, tanked following the 2020 U S election. We found that videos from authoritative sources like news outlets, represented the most viewed and most recommended election videos yeah, on because YouTube. you set it up that way like how <laughs> is that even a point right <laughs> yeah. our 2020 election information panels with relevant context from voting locations the live election results were collectively shown over one 4.5 billion times um all of our election misinformation policies remain in place including those that disallow content aiming to mislead voters but the time place means relevant I mean, that's a different it's, story. It's all just jargon. It's all jargon. But I would, I would still allow it. Like, if somebody doesn't want to find out from the official source where their election voting, if, if you don't get voting cards where you are, or you can't go on to the city website, or you can't see the signs. I don't know about how where you guys live, but there's 50,000 signs of vote here. Then I'm sorry. People are going to lie to you. You can't protect people from lying to you. You this can't. is how stupid but this like is this how are, stupid this is how stupid they think we are and this is why there's a why they why people like uh like organizations like the Babylon Bee were banned off Twitter is because they they can take what what is clearly a joke for anybody with an IQ above room temperature is is very obviously a joke but they want to call it false information but yeah this is all absolute nonsense and i i guess it's a i guess it's a small victory i don't know i don't even know if it matters well they they conclude all their stuff against hate speech hate speech harassment incitement to violence um will remain vigilant as the election unfolds which means they're still going to take stuff down for this election we'll have more details to share our approach towards the 2024 election to come and that's it for that so oh my tv just disconnected no it's back so that's what happens is they say okay you're allowed to know this information now and people will say you know it's their company they'll do what they want but we've reached a point where everybody wants transparency and everything except for i mean i can go ahead and say like the turkish government but we kind of have an expectation of things over there but Everybody needs to be transparent except for the White House, except for the CDC, except for uh, the the tech companies, the FBI. Everybody needs to be honest and everybody needs to love everybody and share everything and love wins, except if you disagree with us. That's still the thing, Eric, is that it all comes down to except if you disagree with us. Like you see all the stuff you mentioned Pride Month. You see all this stuff about like gay groups i just read stuff about a lesbian group who wasn't allowed to take pride and uh take part in a gay pride parade because they they wouldn't agree to call transgender women women and it's like that's absolute insanity so you don't need prides for everyone and you do believe you're the arbiter of truth and that's exactly where we are in society and our next article is going to bring us right into the truth spectrum eric i want to give some shout outs here to the chat tim lawn you got a big comment that you're gonna have to super chat from that and mr krakovian who's got a weird comment you're gonna have to super chat to get me to read that one as well but shout out you guys check out our patreon bonus podcast every week on there the next article eric is uh is a fun one there is a soccer tournament happening i think it's in the u.s i'm not sure where it was um but the women the u.s soccer <laughs> women's team were brave and fun 
in their perspective of living losing 12 nothing to Wrexham in the soccer tournament. It's funny if that's actually called the soccer tournament. That's pretty sweet, actually. Didn't this already uh, happen? Didn't didn't they get this crap kicked out of them a couple of years back by some 13-year-olds? Yes, but what this is, Eric... They're just going to do it again? So they have a tournament, apparently, in the U.S., um, I, I think. So what they're doing is they're having this big 32-team tournament, I believe, and the winning team gets a million dollars. So... This team was a bunch of women who played on past U.S. women's uh, Olympic teams, I believe, or at least on the national team itself. So they had, uh, I believe it, it was coached by Mia Hamm, which is a girl who took off her shirt, if you recall, way back in the day, that clip. Classic, there's yeah. a couple other names that I that I uh, recognize here that I, that I don't remember, though. Uh, Christine Lilly is one. So they're playing a team of former and current players from Wrexham FC, which is owned by Rob McElhaney from Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Ryan Reynolds, both very woke these days. And they crushed them. So we're going to see some highlights if the video I mean, 12, works. 12 to zero. Like, get Well, here's it. the thing, Eric, is that the 12 number was the mercy number. Okay, so that's what I was <laughs> So I was going to say, isn't so, there a mercy rule at like six? It should have been half that. So they scored seven goals within the first 20 minutes and they kept scoring. And I believe they ended it at the 12, nothing mercy rule at um, 40 minutes. And of course the halves are 45 minutes. Again, you got to be careful. There's a shot and there's a goal. First goal of the game. Now I want to point out, watch how much, and this is Wait, where how I, old are these I, guys. No, these are full. These are, these are, I thought they were like young guys. This guy's got tattoos. No, there's retired guys, and I think it said there's uh, current players. I'm not familiar with them. They're in the. They just graduated from the fifth tier. The real team, Rex, just graduated from the fifth tier of English soccer to the fourth tier, which is a big deal because those are considered like the highest tier, the top four. And uh, it has retired players and former players, and I guess a couple current players. I don't know, but I wanted to point out how much the women's goalie cares. She gets pissed for the first few goals at least and she cares and that's going to come into play like the two sides i think that are uh, uh, at odds here goes to Wrexham. it's for the keeper nice spin move here by lloyd lloyd fires and scores back-to-back -back goals another shot and another goal and yes it's lewis lloyd again <laughs> Lewis Lloyd should count himself Ooh. both of them. It's a big ask, but... Well, there's Kondo able to turn and get See, She clearly so cares. Four nothing. And now a takeaway. What the hell was that? Trundle <laughs> able to keep it. With the left and Trundle with his... She's not even close. Yeah, so far, so good in this game. So far, so good. Another goal as George Boyd. George Floyd? Trundle? Got a hat trick. Yeah. See, for the first five goals, she clearly cared. We'll play out the rest of them here. They get to 12. Um, Eric, what I wanted to focus on for this is the fact that, you know, here's the here's the the competing mindsets I think we have here. You've got a bunch of women who want to play soccer, and they're going to get crushed. I mean, everybody knows this. Unless these guys were in wheelchairs or 70 years old, they're going to get beaten. That's not to be insulting. That's just the reality. So what do you do now? If we read 
some of the and that's the 12th goal where they where they lost if we read some of the comments here the women were in very good spirits i mean there this interview with the girl um this player here she was like where are you ryan reynolds you should be here to support your team how dare you and in a joking manner and albeit before they got crushed that's what she was saying and then there is another girl who says rob there no neither of them were there i wonder why um why would they not go to see their, their own team kick the crap out of a bunch of girls? <laughs> this girl said, we're super proud after the game. Excuse me. Hopefully we've proved to anybody. Just go for it. Just live. What's the worst could happen? We lose 60, nothing. <laughs> um, what's this one say? We don't care because we're living. We're being told we're being or bold and we're being brave. Here we are two amazing products that have American soccer fans getting behind. It's just a ton of fun and brought us all together. See, I like that. that that's the problem here is the girl. You say to the girls, there's a million dollar prize on the line. So you can't blame them for trying. And then the girls, you say, um, I mean, if anybody has to, these girls are professional soccer players. They probably don't think that they're going to win. Cause most of the time when you ask the non Serena Williams is, or that's new Serena Williams. She used to say stuff back in the day that was more sensible. If you don't ask, um, who's pink hair lady, Eric, the soccer player, Rapino, Megan Rapino. If you don't ask non-binary Quinn, Canadian soccer player goes by one name, like share. If you don't ask them, all the girls are going to say, yeah, the guys are better than us than us. So these girls going in this, knowing that they're probably going to lose and a million dollars is just a dream that they're going to have there. And having these great spirits at the end, how you can't blame them for that. The people, and then the other side of it is you're setting these women up to be crushed. So as long as these girls are okay with it and they're not saying that this isn't fair, which I don't think they are, I don't have a problem with this at all. It's going to be the people who say, you know, well, here's a reason why we should play against each other, which doesn't make any sense. Um, so I think those are the competing sides of, do you go with, it's cool that the women play cause they, they're not, they're taking it well and they're not like social justice warriors or should the men be like, this is the reason why you can't play with us. I think if this is a tournament, um, where a million dollars is on the line, you kind of have to be like, well, what qualifies this girl's team over a men's team that could actually win the million dollars? That's a bit of a problem, but uh, otherwise I don't blame the women for this at all. Okay, well, look, it's incredibly not entertaining. This is not on the radar. It does not matter. <laughs> Americans are not very likely to watch soccer as it is. And then you put, I mean, like, okay, fine, whatever, have fun. I, I got no beef, right? Like you said, if you guys aren't pretending, you guys aren't pretending, oh, this is so unfair, blah, blah, like, you know, trying to force a false reality on us, 100% fine. But who is this for? Who is this supposed to entertain? Everybody knew the outcome. Everybody knew what was going to happen. It was like a charity thing. Like, what am I missing here? What was this even for? Like, it's like I said, it's a tournament with yeah, a but, tournament with thirty-two teams where the prize is a okay, million so, dollars. Okay, so, but here, here's my thing. I wouldn't even know this tournament existed if the women hadn't played. And now that the women got the crap kicked out of them, they're gone. I'm not going to pay attention to it. Maybe that's way. the maybe that's the plan. Maybe. I mean, it's just completely, uh, this is a non-issue for me. Like I don't, I do. I, I think the reason why people are saying, well, cause some people are saying, well, this is another example as to why men shouldn't be in women's sports because old men will crush these women 12, nothing in 40 minutes. It says here, the first, um, seven goals or whatever were scored in first 20 minutes. I mean, it, so I think, look, I, I'm no, I'm, I'm the 
furthest thing from a soccer expert. I don't really know anything about the sport. But from those <laughs> clips that I just saw, it didn't even it wasn't even close. Like it looked like it was gl like a glitched out video game. Like he 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 the guy almost looks like he like they're moving almost like at half speed. Like they're not even giving it a hundred. And the girls like lobbing the goalies like lobbing over and he, like bro it's uh, here i want to bring in a perfect sign maybe not perfect but you do know i love the seinfeld references it's like when george bets jerry that he can touch the awning on his building and he doesn't even come <laughs> in five feet of the thing it's like you're not even close like it's just a waste of time but whatever shout out to them if they if if they had fun and they're not complaining and they're keeping they're being realistic then fine we can go with that but it, it's boring to watch <laughs> well i just think um in, in time like this where things are slowly turning that you can kind of put that in there and be like see but it, it's it seems mean to put them in there in a way and then also there's probably a team of men who are just like well we could have competed in this and possibly won a million dollars i don't know but genius marketing if your plan was these chicks are gonna get crushed and then everybody's gonna talk about that for better or for worse now eric butler now knows about the tournament exactly so and we're talking right. about it so they win <laughs> so james comey um this is a wonderful amalgamation of people go to patreon.com slash uopod if you want to see our secret podcast every single week it is not seen on video by anybody but patrons we put a couple clips we reserve more clips for patreon and that's where you can go to get that um james comey former fbi director hated clinton hated trump released the emails of Hillary's didn't charge her with anything, even though she's breaking the law. And she so... is, I'm sorry. Continue. What she, no, no, was... she, <laughs> he is on the air or was on the air on MSNBC with their newest host. Who Eric on MSNBC? I don't know who Jen Saki oh. ginger of all gingers, Jen Saki, crazy okay. eyes, terrible at her job. Raggedy. Ann. I mean, Raggedy Ann. Was she wearing polka dots at any point? And then there's, I think then anybody, of course, Blackity Ann. Everybody. <laughs> you say Blackity Ann? Yeah, that's the new one with the mop. It sounds like a Mad TV sketch. Could be. I mean, you know what, what Mad TV sketch I just watched again? The Tony Soprano one? The censored version? I don't know. You don't know that? Okay, you need to look Mad TV Sopranos. It's like the idea is they brought it to cable. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Censor everything. Okay. Okay. And then what's his face? Will Sasso, who's just amazing at impressions, has it. We'll watch it at the end. How about that? Stick around if you want to see that at the end. Um, it's only a couple minutes long. Um, so Jen Saki has her new show. She's terrible, of course. And she was interviewing James Comey, former FBI director, who apparently, allegedly, is a Republican who knew. And but he, for some reason, wants to support Joe Biden, of course, as you do when you're Republican. You were Republican most of your life, uh, but voted for and you may still consider yourself one, but voted for Biden in 2020. Do you intend to vote for him again or is there anyone on the Republican side you might consider if it's not Trump? It has to be Joe Biden. <laughs> and and I'm glad he's willing to serve. It has to be somebody committed to the rule of law, committed to the uh, values of this country. And I, I'm not talking about policy. People can disagree about policy. There are things above those disagreements that all of us should think about the same way. The president must be someone who abides the law and our constitution. And uh, there's I no see. one else but Joe Biden. 
There's no <laughs> one else but Joe Biden. So we can break this down. Let's wow. Break this down by, he's Republican, but he supports Joe Biden, which, of course, makes no sense off the top of it. Um, you can go, um, you don't like Trump? Fine. DeSantis. You don't like DeSantis? Fine. You don't like Vivek? Fine. You don't like Tim Scott? Fine. <laughs> like There's like 16 Haley. different levels. You can, there's so many levels you can go to before Joe Biden becomes, who is probably one of the most conservative uh, Democrats there are in ex- current existence. But there's so many more levels you can get to before him. And then James Comey just saying he cares about the rule of law. Let's see how many we can name, Eric, about rule of law. We'll go back and forth here. So I, I think the first thing I'm going to go to is the border. I'm against. It's against the law to jump the border. And then you just say, OK, come back for your trial. And they're just like, oh, you know, you can't tell you can't say that to people. That's inhumane. What else does Joe Biden love about the law? What else does he constantly bring up? Well, obviously, and well, the first thing for me has to be Hunter, right? Like they completely ignore that. They, they don't. I shouldn't say I shouldn't say they completely ignore it. It's actually worse because they throw it in our face. The news does cover it, but we all know nothing will happen, which is almost worse. They could ignore it and pretend that it's not happening and it would be a little bit of a less less of a slap in the face. But they say, oh, yeah, Hunter Biden is is selling artwork. Hunter Biden is smoking crack. Hunter <laughs> Biden illegally bought a gun. Hunter Biden is, is selling his parents name or his family name. Hunter Biden has a no show job. We know all of this stuff, but we all know nothing will ever happen to him. He the next thing I'll go with is the uh, Second Amendment. He doesn't care about that. He wants to limit it um, in so many different ways. That's an obviously obvious one. He mentioned the Constitution. I didn't bring up the Constitution. I was going to bring up regular laws that he doesn't seem to support. What do you got next? I'm going with Second Amendment here. Um, I'm going to go with uh, allowing the CDC somehow to make housing law. How did how <laughs> how does the how does the Center for Disease Control tell the American public that you don't have to pay rent anymore? And they knew and they knew that that was an overreach, but they did it anyways because it gets caught up in in lawsuits and they can just rule by press release. So like they say, oh, yeah, yeah, you don't have to pay rent. They know they're going to get sued, but it doesn't matter. It buys us some time. I'm going to go with uh, next of ending electric stoves. Now, that's not in the Constitution. That's not a law written somewhere that you can have a gas stove. But if you're a person who cares about you know, people's rights, you're not going to say you can't use this particular way of heating, cooking something or else it's going to be against the law. And this (laughs) is being done in New York. All new buildings must be retrofitted for electric stoves, which is insane. And it's starting a different company or cars in California. If this was President Trump and whether or not you like Trump, he would say we're never going to do that. It's like, imagine you're just like, you can't have a charcoal barbecue. We're going to just going to, by 2030, coal will be eliminated. Like, it's insane. And you can claim there's environmental reasons, but gas stoves? Is that like, they keep going down the line here on, you know, things that are best for you. It reminds me of Justin Trudeau where he goes, you know, this is what all Canadian people want. We would never do anything bad for you. Well, it's a step so, towards it's a step mm-hmm. towards eating the bugs, right? So you can have meat right now, you can have beef, but you can't cook it this way. And then in a couple of years, you can't <laughs> even have the beef; you have to eat the bugs. It's very true. So Joe Biden does not care about the rule of law. He does more than other Democrats, which is probably why he got elected, which we're now allowed to deny. <laughs> um, but he is more that way. He wouldn't come out and support the riots when he was running for president. And right when he became right before he became president, 
he didn't come out and do that. He said, we have to support police in some manner, but he also didn't condemn the riots, which is obviously not a person who, again, agrees with upholding the law. You don't just allow riots to happen all across the country and don't say anything about it. Um, but I guess James Comey, I guess the guy who used to be the head of the FBI is who we should trust. Um, yeah. I mean, there's there's no other reason for him to be on MSNBC, right? Like that that, that is their weirdo cheerleading squad. And it's, it's what's weird is that MSNBC and CNN, even to a tiny bit lesser extent, seem to be the only ones left that enjoy that that pretend even to like Joe Biden because they are somehow allegedly can't prove it. I don't know on some sort of weirdo. <laughs> incestuous payroll because i can almost guarantee that even while i do believe the true numbers the real numbers of like leftist foot soldiers who enjoy this regime <laughs> even while that's very small right like even in new york in san francisco i still think you're going to be hard pressed to find people who say i like joe biden he's doing a good job i'm ready to give my vote to him again even within that group of people which i believe to be very small they don't like like the extremists. Do you think the extremists? Do you think the Antifa, the black bloc types like Joe Biden? No, nobody does. It's only the people on television, that dying medium that still like him. And, um, you know, if we want to do one last thing or I don't know if you have another one, but I mean, remember when he's and Joe Biden said, uh, my patience is growing thin on the people who, <laughs> who didn't want to get winter the of death. Yeah. And then says, oh, well, if your company has 100 employees or more then you have to get the shot, where's the science in that? So if you have 99, you're OK. Mm -hmm. But if you have 100, then, th then they have to get it. And then you fast forward two years and you have people basically denying that that even happened. There's a clip going around out of New York right now. I should have saved it. But there's like some congressman, some representative saying like, well, we didn't force you to do anything. It's like, dude, you didn't let a kid eat at Applebee's. You had the you had a, a crooked bunch of cops drag a little kid out of Applebee's because they didn't have paperwork. And now you want to pretend like, well, we just that was just a suggestion. What? Well, you can celebrate the 4th of July if yeah, you guys. We, exactly. Um, Vivek Ramaswamy is running for president of the world, and he was on ABC to talk to the, the Crypt Keeper, I believe, about some of his policy now this is going to be from ian miles chong this clip but vivek ramaswamy is probably fifth fourth fifth sixth in the running i don't think he's expected to win he gives a lot of good answers he basically caused don lemon to be fired like the last straw i think that was i think don lemon's last um broadcast on cnn where he told vivek basically you ain't black enough because he's not to talk <laughs> about this stuff to talk about racism or black people and he was on ABC and he gave a pretty disappointing answer. And we'll talk about this for Pride Month, of course. We'll talk about what he said here. Would you reinstate the ban on transgender members of the military? I would not reinstate a ban on transgender members. I would, however, be very clear that for kids, that's where my policies are very focused. We should not be foisting this ideology onto children. But, but you would not ban transgender members of the military? I would not. Okay. Thanks for joining us. Would you reinstate the ban? So he would not do that ban that President Trump had. Here's why you shouldn't have transgender people in the military. And it's not based in hate at all because um, it's immediately what people go for. Um, when you have a person with significant mental issues, which causes them to commit suicide at a rate of 40% compared to the po rest of the general, general population, which is estimated at 2% or less, 
or less at the maximum because you're not going to find 100 people and then two of them are committing suicide. Um, that's bad. You don't need suicide, suicidal people in the military. It's already bad enough if you send them to war. They've already seen enough. Not to mention, here's another angle, the money it costs. Now, are you getting a sex change while you're in the military? Well, the military is going to have to pay for that. Are you still getting therapy? The military is going to have to pay for that. Are you getting um, hormone therapy and estrogen or testosterone pills? The military is going to have to pay for that. The psychiatry, the military is going to have to pay for that. All of a sudden, you have a person who's paid probably 30 grand a year, 35 grand a year, and all of a sudden their price tag goes up to like 100,000 or something. That's absolute insanity. Furthermore, this person is going to get is going to get bullied in the military. That's just a fact. If you have a guy who was a girl now showering with the men, it's going to be super weird. Everybody knows this is actually a girl. They're going to have the be Beyond sausage. Yeah, I saw another picture. One of those today it was disturbing. <laughs> um, it's going to—they're not going to be able to carry their weight. You know, people who are very small in the military don't have a good time because things are heavy and it's hard for them. And a lot of them don't pass. There are very few, few people who were smaller than my size, which is five foot nine. I, t I claim um, <laughs> that are able to be in the military. I think there is, you know, probably three guys smaller than me. One of them was an insane long distance runner. So he had the, the capability. Like it, it's very rare. And then you add on top of that, on top of that, that it's a woman, it's even more rare unless they, you know, push these people along on purpose, which they do in the military. So it's not easy. And then you add on top of this, all this stuff about being transgender and it's going to be way worse. Now let's look at it the other way, Eric, a guy who now uh, believes that he's a woman showering with women messed up. Maybe he's still very feminine. These girls are in the military. They're not girls who are just like, oh, this is great. Let's accept him. He's the greatest. This is girls are who, who are going to be like, you're disgusting. Get away from me. And they're probably going to beat that guy up, too. If they if they um, if that if that guy who's posing as a woman isn't physically bigger than them, the, the women who survive in the military, Eric, who are not just, you know, paper pushers and they're actually seeing combat. These aren't weak women. I've been I've I've been in in these situations. They have to be strong women in order to be able to pass these tests. They have to be women who aren't weak-minded to pass these tests. Unless people are hand-holding them the, the whole time, which does happen, of course, then they're gonna have a problem with this. It's not gonna be this place where they're just they're in there and they're accepted and everybody's happy. And it's a black and white movie where, you know, Jimmy is Sally now, and Sally is a, a women's member of the military, and she gets along swimmingly with her colleagues. No, she, they're gonna be bullied either way, plus the medical problems, plus the suicide, and plus the money it costs for this to all go through. Well, I mean, it's the obvious issue here is dilating on the battlefield yes yeah, <laughs> exactly I, there, I mean obviously you're gonna have um look you know where i stand on the transformer issue it's just, it's not even bro it's not it's, it's just it's a fantasy world right like i i'm actually you know what after this podcast i'm i'm actually joining the denver nuggets i'm in the nba finals right like it's it's just all, all complete fantasy it's nonsense but i think what vivek ramaswamy here is doing if i want to play i guess devil's advocate a little bit is he's trying to, I guess, I guess he's 
what I hope he's trying to do is umbrella it, umbrella this under mental illness, right? So you don't have to say you won't be allowed because you have this particular mental illness. It's like, no, we don't need anybody who's mental ill in, in this, in this organization. And he kind of throws the kids mm-hmm. in there, which, which makes sense, right? Like, but th- that seemed clearly wasn't what she was talking about, right? He tries to go in there and make it and make it about the kids. And if I want to go full, if I want to go full, maybe accelerationist on this, um, if you, if you guys, if you guys, if you mentally ill, you know, gender ideologues really want to join the military, you got to prove it. I need, I, you, you got to, don't, don't come in here. You, you're not going to be a dude and grow your hair out and pretend you're a girl. You, I need you to go all the way. Okay. If you're a woman and you want to join the military as a man, then you got to go all the way. You should have all, you, I need for you to be on a, I need for you to be on like a already like year or two regimen of knowing exactly what your schedule is like, knowing how many pills you need to take. Don't start transitioning now. Like you need to have done this. You need to prove to me that it that it works and that you've already seen a minimum of six months as this other identity that you claim to be. And, and I'm saying like, go for it. Stop lollygagging around. Don't pretend you don't put on another, you don't put on a dress, you don't put on lipstick, you don't grow your hair out, you don't wear baggy jeans. You know, you need to go for it and prove it to us and stop playing around, okay? And then maybe we'll think, okay, you know, that's how we know that there's a a difference between the, you know, the people that just need attention that basically what we people in our age group might have just called, I don't know, an emo kid, right? Like, isn't it's it's ridiculous. And last thing, as per usual, this is a bad look for him because no matter what you do, the people that you are trying to convince now have already been trained, even though you're a person of color, even though you're an immigrant, and I guess you can't be an immigrant if you're running for president anyways, um, but you're a person of color, they are trained to not like you. So the the outlet that you're on has trained them for decades to not like you as a Republican. So now all you've done is turn off actual people who may have voted right from the right wing and told them that, and Larry Elder did this too, which is like, it's a little bit different when you're talking about California, you got to jump through the hoops, but they're not going to like you, bro. You can say, no, I'm not going to ban the transformers in the military. It's not going to get one. It's not going to move the needle a tiny bit for any of those weirdos on the left. It's just not going to happen. So now you've just alienated a handful of people that may have voted for you. But yeah, I think you have a good point that even you can leave hope for that he didn't want to be specific. And you'd have to imagine that a lot of these people would not pass um, a psychological test. I mean, you have to take one. Listen, they don't let people in for past injuries, for asthma, for tons of stuff. So would these people get through with having to do all this stuff? I mean, I could see a scenario where they're just like, well, it's discriminatory to not let me in because I have to dilate um, 13 times a day. And I need to take my estrogen pills during the day when, you know, that's what I see. My, my emotional road. support animal and stuff like that. That's, uh, you know, they brought in dogs for us in college once. Uh, I was, that was ridiculous. I enjoyed petting the dog, but it wasn't because I was sad. Because uh, it's exam time. I need a doggy. Um, but where was I? Yeah, I could see him doing that. But you're right. If these are his actual beliefs, then fine. But it's not going to fly anymore, dog. Nobody's just like, yeah, anymore. Do what you want. We did that. And can he we see? We did that. 
How, hmm? this, I mean, how long ago was that interview? It was only a couple days ago, I assume, right? Yeah. I, I, but so can you not see that I don't want to get too out ahead of myself? I don't want to be too optimistic because I'm pretty, pretty typically pretty blackpilled. But are you not watching the pendulum start to swing back, bro? Are you not watching corporations uh, lose billions of dollars? Are you not watching all of the Twitter logos that last year had turned rainbow on May 31st that, that aren't now? Are you not watching any of that? Are you not are you not reading the room, bro? What are you doing? Like you you don't have to pander to them. In fact, I think we are at a point, we're at a real inflection point where you are more likely, you are more likely to say say for somebody who's not running for president. If you're just a content creator, if you're on Instagram, if you're on YouTube, I think and obviously I could be wrong, you are more likely to build a following telling the absolute truth and pushing back against the narrative than you are even with the power of the machine behind you. So even like these weirdo little like TikTok kids, these little Gen Zers who get kickbacks from the DNC or vote blue or whatever, act blue. I think even with that machine behind them, you still are more likely to gain a following and get people behind you by just simply telling the truth and speaking it how it is than going like it's it's slowly turning. Like before you were getting you were getting censored, you were getting banned. But even with all that, you're still going to get more people on your side than just parroting the, the narrative in maybe a little bit of a quirky way. I don't know if that makes sense, but the point is at the bottom of it, I think. Knock on wood, I could be wrong, and who knows what this machine has in store for us. The pendulum is finally starting to bounce back. Slowly, but it is starting well, to bounce back. I saw one about the Xbox Twitter account today where it's like they removed their logo after four days, and then I go on their page, and they're still they're still posting about it. So that's the thing I, I am looking at, is the fact that, okay, they probably didn't want to bait themselves completely, all these companies, by making their symbol, but they're still out there saying, is it better that they do it openly, or is it better that they do it in the shadows? Because that's probably what's going to start happening. Like, oh, Xbox changed their logo, you're going to leave them alone. Meanwhile, they're giving money to this, that, and the other. Um, but hopefully, once people see it, there there's negative commentary. And listen, people want to say this is about gay people, and we talked about... Um, the uh, the baseball player who had to apologize Ugh. and um, they said it was because it was anti-LGBTQ plus IA whatever and all it was is him sharing an Instagram story about a guy saying this is why if you're a real Christian you can't support like trans stuff from and Target he didn't, he didn't even add his own comment I believe he didn't exactly. say like yeah okay so people want to say that's what it's about but that's just trying to cover for not wanting actually to discuss what's going on. So people can say this is about like being homophobic or anything. It's not. Nobody ever had a problem with Pride Month. Like they did, but no, like dicks are swinging at these Pride marches. It was all terrible until they brought the kids into it. And it's not even the gay people. The gay, like as long as you don't bring your kids into it, nobody has a problem with gay people. I think we're pretty much as, on as the whole uh, Western society here. Except for Bryson. Nobody, I was actually going to say that, but I didn't. <laughs> Way to go, Eric. And this is not about that. The whole live and let live thing was going pretty well until Obama. And Obama pissing me off. And then it became a race thing. And then we had to tumble the tumbleweed all the way down to now we get to transgender. We went through Islam and um, race relations and riots and policing and everything. And now the tumbleweed is finally collected enough 
um, rainbow on it that it needed more colors and it needed a triangle and then a second triangle and then a circle. It needed all this stuff. And it's just like, hey, if you didn't keep trying to push this stuff, people wouldn't have had a problem. They've pushed it so far that gay people don't want to be associated with it. Uh, people who've been transgender before are detransitioning and they're trying to warn people and they can't even let that get out. It's, yeah. You will get trans transgendered and you will not and you will be happy about it. And then when people regret it, they're just like, what did you think? It was going to make you handsome. You seen that uh, video a few months ago of the girl who became bald. Um, she was like a 23 year old person who tried to become a man. She was bald and everything. And they're just like, what do you think was going to happen? You thought the male pattern baldness in your family was going to delete itself for you. It's like, so you have to change your genders. You have to allow us to do it to your children. You have to allow a grown man in burlesque outfits to dance in front of your children. And you're not allowed to regret any of it. But that's what's going to happen. You're seeing the stuff with COVID now taking, oh, actually, we were wrong. Don't don't talk about how we wanted to to ge basically genocide you if you disagree with us. Now this is happening and everybody's going to be like, oh, that was messed up. But yeah. please don't please don't be mad at us for it. I still wonder what's going on with Jamie Foxx, and maybe we can delve into that at a later <laughs> date. But because that's a very that's a very strange thing. Like I saw the headlines and I was like, whatever, I don't really care. I was kind of trying to ignore it. And then I don't as I started the guy. As I started to look into it a little bit more, I'm like, okay, this does sound weird. But again, we can keep that for another date. But to your point, um, I think the worst part about this, and I saw this on I think on a on an Instagram post that we made, it's like why do you even care? Like, why do you, why are you guys so concerned? Yeah. It's like, dude, you guys are the ones. And that's why I posted a couple days ago, all of the days that this regime has given to itself. So not just pride month, but Oh, gay uncle's day and trans remembrance and all of this stuff. It's like, you guys have a parade uh, for an entire month and then wonder why we care. It's like, you keep selling it. We don't want it. Stop selling it. It's, 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 um, it's annoying to say the to say the least. And um, is, as far as the pendulum swinging back, right? Is, is it is it a good sign? And I'm asking you this in real time that when when the whole Bud Light thing kicked off, right? And then Target was right behind it. And then you notice how we started to see old videos pop back up. So an old video of Dylan Mulvaney uh, saying, uh, "I like women." It's like okay, so you're just acting like a weirdo to get girls. And then an old video of the North Face going uh, transformer. And then an old video of um uh, another another company. It's like I mean, from a a quite possibly last Pride from a year ago. Like, is that a good thing that these old things are getting brought back up? Now I get it. Some people are some people are saying breaking when they they don't. It's clear that they're not following what's happening. Mm -hmm. But is this good that that is getting brought back up and people are Eat. So maybe this is this is a way for them to say, "Hey, this has been going on for a while. Maybe you want to snap out of it, and we're not going to continue to do this." Is, are we going in the right direction? My is it, or is that too optimistic? My first inkling is to say, "No, there's no need to convict people for past crimes because that's something like a hardcore communist would do. Atone from your ancestors' sin. North Korea, they'll kill a whole bloodline for one family member doing something they don't like." If whatever the North Face or whoever did stuff last year and it worked for them, that's not their fault. That's society's fault at the time. If we're going to go start going back and be like, you supported this one, it's not a politician. You know, these corporations are liars to begin with. They're doing that's what I saw in the Xboxes thing, um, pride controllers and whatnot. People are just like posting stuff about, oh, 
you care because this is to make money. That's why they care. If culture told them, you know, um, let's start promoting, uh, I was going to say owls, but it's very Drake thing. Let's start promoting flamingos, whether you think that's hetero or homo, the the companies are going to start parading out flamingos. Flamingos are a meme. Uh, Coca-Cola, the polar bears, people like polar bears. If we go back. If we go back and be like, polar bears were bad this whole time, we're going to condemn you for doing that back in the day. I don't think that's right. I think if they still want to do it, then they're setting themselves up for failure because it's only about money. It's only about the marketing campaign. And to the why do you care thing, well, we care because politicians are saying it and because it's being pushed on people uh, as you must comply. Once it gets into the realm of politics, into politics and people are being fired from their jobs which don't have anything to do with this category you know this isn't a jaw morant uh you know clause where he's got to present himself properly if people regular people are just losing their jobs for saying uh, saying they disagree with something or the baseball player is not allowed to have an opinion on his own christianity um I think that's where it gets overstepped. If you want to have, like, again, I think everybody agrees. You want to have your weird drag queen thing going on? That's fine. But once you involve children, it's not fine. And there are places in the U.S. where people are trying to say, let's ban drag shows completely. I mean, that's insane. And one of them just got struck down. I forget which state it's in. But when you say you can't do it on public property or you can't do it in front of kids, that's a good thing. There has to be decisions made about what is good and what is bad as long as it's not forcing people's personal lives that's my well, thought. the the drag thing i mean it's I, it seems like a very simple fix to me i don't understand why this is so difficult it's like you don't let a kid into a bar so you you put the drag shows in a bar you're not 21 you don't go in boom doesn't seem that difficult to me i'm i'm not the mayor i'm not a politician so maybe i'm just too stupid to understand that but my my last thing is why <laughs> i don't even mean to say last thing but whatever um why Because it seems like in a similar fashion to how nobody really likes Joe Biden except for the mainstream media, you can look, I can, I can almost guarantee you, if you look at some weirdo lefty Instagram pages or, you know, Twitter accounts, they're going to call out these corporations too, right? Like you said, oh, this is all about money. Like you guys are faking it. So why do they even do it? Because the people you're pandering to don't like you. The people who aren't involved in it don't like it either. So why are you doing it? Because you answer to some other DEI test score, some... Black Rock, uh, I, I, there's clearly something bigger than because it's not actually making you money. Yeah, there might be a handful of you know high school girls who are just getting into this and like, yeah, I'm gonna buy something from the rainbow. But all the extremists on Twitter and all the extremists on social media, they can see through it too, just like the same extremists can see through how fake Joe Biden is. So nobody actually likes it, but they still do it because they're answering to somebody else, and we don't actually know who it is, whether it's the Council on Foreign Affairs or the the. I don't know. I don't know. The Who Bilderbergs. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. it's just a, it's just this weird new, new form of communism. And I'd imagine throughout history, they've had to try to use different ways to implement themselves into power. Now, I mean, traditionally, it's uh, the farmers are. We need to take the farmer's land and uh, give it to the people and they can run the things. That's what happened in East Africa. And that's what happened in uh, th- in South Africa a couple of years ago. And that's what happened in China. Uh, the people needed to seize control, blah, blah, blah. We're giving them the farmland because we deserve it. In the U.S., that doesn't exactly work because they'd have to go out to these farmlands and, and take it from people without helping the guns. government. Exactly. And their way is, you know what? We're going to make 
it, and it's still the class of communism, create an underclass and then start an uprising from there. So they have to identify people as disenfranchised or oppressed, which in this case, um, all races except for Asians and whites are oppressed. And then, uh, well, they try the Asian, Asians sometime. Well. Like, yeah, we did it. We did it for a little <laughs> bit. Like, uh, do, you know, but once they, they start getting into college too much, we can't, uh, like if you get beat they, up by a white person, then you're good. But if you get beat up by a black person, we don't care. And if you have high test scores, we can't let you in. Gotcha. Um, and then, you know, and then gays, the gays don't really fall for it. I mean, it's the drag queens and the fat and lonely women and the transgender wannabes. And this woman who I saw on Twitter yesterday who said she was trisexual. Not only is she a man, man and a woman, or trigendered, not only is she a man and a woman, but she's also non-binary so she's both neither and all of them because she's a crazy person so these are the people they've convinced crazy people and people who want to believe that they're helping that they're actually victims now it's very rarely the case that one of the people are victims some of them are victims but they don't even use those that's why what's all crazy of it they use all the criminals they use um the guy who's in shootout with police or guy that was trying to steal his child from his ex-wife or guy who's a porn star who's using counterfeit bills and is obsessed with fentanyl or guy who's selling cigarettes and has a heart attack. Uh, so many, Eric, so many that they push because why? Because if you can make them believe the insane things, in which point you would say that a man is a woman, then they can make you believe anything. So what's the problem here? Take voting away from women. That's the that's, that's the solution. That's what we've got to do, said Eric, not me. Um, but yeah, that's what I think. All if right, you can well, get a woman to agree that uh, she shouldn't be allowed to vote, I think you marry that woman. Is what I, I, I actually, it's so funny you bring that joking, up. Joking, kidding. Would, when I was going to Washington, D.C. a couple of years ago, it was a plane full of like MAGA people going for a Trump rally. And there was a woman and she was she was like walking on eggshells talking to me. She's sitting in the middle seat. I'm sitting in the window and she's like, you know, I probably shouldn't say this, but like, I think, you know, it was it all went downhill when they gave women the right to vote. And she's like, I don't know, she's maybe like 45 years old. She was not old, not young. She was just like, you know, just kind of like a, a, a based adult woman. So. And you proposed that in there. I should have. UOPod.com, yeah. patreon.com slash UOPod, secret podcast every single week on there with even more uncensorship. You know, we've been talking about election denial for decades on that Patreon channel. Please go there. Please subscribe to everything. If you're listening to us, please go to Patreon. You'll get more content there and give us a review. Google. We're growing on Google. We got an email about that the other day. Spotify. Uh, Amazon, iHeartRadio, which I got a pride email from as well. Gonna have to reconsider that one. Um, Twitch and everything. Twitch, shout out Twitch guy, shout out uh, Kevin BMX98. Uh, weird guy didn't super chat, he was talking about underwear, so it's too late for him now. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys next week. We'll see you in the secret podcast on the weekend if uh, you're subscribed to Patreon. And we're gonna close out here, Eric, with uh, we can leave this up with the Sopranos impression. Will Sasso. The PAX Network proudly presents the syndicated television debut of The Sopranos. <laughs> this program has been edited for content. 
Who ate all the gabagool? No more gabagool for you. The doctor said it's bad for you. I don't give a... Want <laughs> to get some more gabagool? What am I, your servant? You know what? I don't need this. You want some gabagool? Why don't you get it from one of your little Russian who... Tell you what, why don't you stop breaking my ball? <laughs> Let's talk about your anger towards your mother. Anger? Anger? Anger what? Well, you're clearly angry at her. Yeah, no shin genius insights you got. Who are you, from Ray Charles? Let me tell you something. I didn't have anger at her, all right? I hated that bitch. Let's explore this. I tell you what, you know what? Why don't you explore this? Getting better things to do with my people. You sit around here all day, yakking about my mother. See you next week. Meadow, tell your father about your grades. I'm not talking to him. He's a f Hey, watch your f You are a racist f Over here dating the mother into my house. Tony. You just try. Tony. You bring that Tony. mother well, I hope you're happy. Where's the gabagool? You miserable PC. What's the matter with you, huh? You think you can... F he was a made man! You rat! Can't even look at you. <laughs> Take him out, big pussy. My pleasure. <laughs> Who's hungry? I don't like that. How about some nice gabagool, Tony? Puss! We don't got any gabagool, okay? So shut the... F all right, all right already. What do you got to break my book? Come on, Richard. Tune in next week from 9 o'clock. Turn it up, Jordan.